Welcome to the Stainless Souls Podcast, brought to you by the Realization of Stainless Souls, a come-as-you-are church of recovery and discovery. Today we begin our use and practice of affirmations. This is the prerequisite, an introduction to affirmations. What are they? How do we use them? We're also going to attempt to listen to a little bit of 12-bar blues as the bumper music on both ends of our affirmation podcasts. I hope you don't mind. I am your host, Bob Hobbs. start with affirmations and before we actually begin utilizing affirmations on a daily basis we're going to have a short primer on why affirmations are important hopefully you realize that anything and everything that exists in the universe started as a thought and from that thought it manifested in the universe as something we may perceive as tangible. It may be easier to visualize man-made things or man-made achievements. For example, going to the moon. Going to the moon began as a thought. Then that thought was talked about. And in the talking about the thought, the thought emerged from the voice as a sound wave. And at that point, it existed in the universe as a vibration. Generally speaking, once a thought transitions from thought only to an expressed sound wave, the next phase is usually a picture or a visualization of what that thought and that sound might look like. And then once we see the picture, we once again state verbally what that picture means or how it looks. So in this brief example, we went from thought to sound to image to sound. And energetically speaking, we went from a thought energy to a sound energy to a light energy, again to a sound energy. Now you can challenge the idea that Just because you speak something into the universe with an audio wave, that doesn't mean that it exists. Or just because you create an image in your mind and you see light patterns that resemble the thing or the item that you want to create, doesn't mean that it exists. And I would challenge you with, well, why not? If you remember the last episode, episode 8 of Harry Potter series, the movies I'm I'm discussing. There were seven books and eight movies. The eighth movie, after Voldemort killed Harry, Harry was on a train platform in what he thought was King's Cross Station, and he was having a discussion with the then-deceased Professor Dumbledore. And as Dumbledore was preparing to leave, Harry asked him, Professor, is this real? Or is it just happening inside my head? To which Dumbledore responded, of course it's happening inside your head. But how does that make it any less real? And that's an important distinction 
to understand, perhaps, because we've stated in earlier recordings that there is absolutely nothing in the universe that you can experience outside your head. Everything you see, everything you hear, everything you smell, everything you taste, everything you feel with your skin, your emotional feelings, those are all waves of energy that interact with your physical body, your physical energy field, and then are transmuted and transmitted as electrical signals to your brain, ultimately to thought, and thought gives it a label. So whether you look at a picture of Mars in an encyclopedia or a picture of Mars online, or whether you look at Mars out through the window of a space vehicle, every one of those experiences are simply electrical signals in your brain. It's all happening inside your head. So when you have a thought of something, does it exist? Once you give it vibrational energy in the physical universe by voicing it, does it exist then? Once your interpretations begin to coalesce around a final idea and you have an image of light within your brain, does it exist then? If not, how is it any different than your experience of Mars? And then finally, by re-speaking or reaffirming that which you see in your mind's eye, does your thought, the original thought, exist then? What is existence, relatively? So that kind of serves as the backdrop to affirmations. And in our programs of recovery, where we live by a principle of higher thinking and simpler living, we will use affirmations very often, daily, multiple times a day. And the principle is simply this, that by thinking of something, you're giving it energy. By voicing it, you're giving it existence in the physical universe. By visualizing it, you're giving it light energy. And then by reaffirming it a second time, you're again giving it an existence in the physical universe. There are many categories of affirmations that we can use that reinforce ideas or principles or beliefs or habits that we want to form. And so each day or each week, depending on how you want to participate with the affirmations, you'll have an affirmation. You will read it and think it. You will speak it out loud, give it existence in the universe. You will visualize it give it light energy, and then reaffirm it again. The process of affirmation has many, many spiritual, mental, emotional, and even physical benefits that we may get into in future talks. But the interface of your mind where you're really acting in a non-passive way is the interface between the conscious, rational part of your brain or your mind and the unconscious, irrational part of your brain or mind. So the part of your brain that sees things and gives them labels, where you discriminate and judge virtually everything that you experience, the part of your brain where many of you would say, it never shuts up, it never leaves me alone, we refer to as the conscious or the rational part of the brain, the logical part of the brain. And then the unconscious part is the part that causes your blood to circulate, your lungs to breathe, your food to digest, your glands to operate, your hormones to flow. 
without any thought on your part. And so there's a place where these two parts of you touch, where communications can pass back and forth, verbal from the conscious mind into the unconscious mind, and nonverbal from the unconscious mind to the conscious mind. And one of the largest benefits that we can receive through a practice of affirmation is an expansion and a deepening of the communication channels between that within us which is intuitive, nonverbal, and that which is within us which is rational or verbal. The affirmations that we will use will come from a variety of sources. Some are going to refer to entities such as you and yourself, a higher power or God, and some goal or hope that we have. And with practice and additional talks, we will learn how to use affirmations in an optimal way. But for now... Just get used to the idea that we think something, we create thought energy, we voice it, we give it physical existence in the universe. We see it, we give it light energy within our mind, and then we reaffirm it again, giving it again physical existence in the universe. One of the earliest affirmations I ever learned was from Tony Robbins, and this was even before um, I joined his life coaching training program, but it was essentially, all I need is within me now. All I need is within me now. All I need is within me now. And then he would simply modify it based on whatever his client or teaching lesson needed. So some derivatives might be, all the love I need is within me now. Or all the joy I need is within me now. Or all the prosperity I need is within me now. So until we record the first affirmation, day one of 365, start practicing by using this very basic universal affirmation. All I need is within me now. And if you really think about it, all you need really is within you now. In the meantime, do not ever forget that in the center of your being, in the nucleus from which you emerge on a continuous basis, there is a part of you that is incorruptible, invulnerable, immortal, and stainless. Stainless souls, each and every one of us. 